What's up, guys, and welcome back to a special episode of Yeah No No Yeah. This is our 20th episode, so in celebration, similar to our 10th episode, we went live on Instagram as we recorded it. So throughout the episode, you may hear us interact with the live chat on Instagram. This was a live episode. We had a really good time. We have our usual listener questions in there, as well as some smaller topics at the beginning of the episode. But the main chunk of this episode is our discussion of the new Marvel movie, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, as well as the MCU as a whole. So we had a lot of good discussions. It was a really good time. If you're on Spotify, don't forget to check out the poll in the episode description, as well as the timestamps in case you're wanting to avoid any spoilers or jump to a certain point. And check out our link trees in the description of the episode so you can find all of our social medias and all of that stuff. And yet again, we do have a Patreon now, so if you are wanting to donate or help out the podcast at all, it would mean the world to us. That should also be in the episode description. We've got some new ideas that we're wanting to implement in future episodes, and it's an exciting time, so any help is definitely appreciated. And lastly, there was some slight technical issues that we were trying to deal with with this episode. Since we were live on Instagram, then we had our phone set up next to our usual recording setup so that we were able to go live on Instagram, but there was no way to fully mute our audio from the phone without our audience being muted to us as well, so we had to have that slight background noise in there. So hopefully we're able to take most of that away in the editing, but it shouldn't be too bad, shouldn't be too noticeable. So anyway, episode 20, let's get into it. Countdown. Three, two, one. Ooh, that was like a bitch slap. <laughs> oh. All right, hey, well, welcome, up? everybody. Episode 20. Episode, episode 20, bitches. Uh, so, yeah, 20 episodes. Okay, so for the podcast listeners, we're on, live on Instagram right now, so uh, I'll do a whole disclaimer and stuff, but, like, we'll be interacting with a live chat as we're doing our episode. Yes. Just so you guys know what that is. How do we start? Um, how do we let's start? stop by saying how drunk I am. <laughs> oh yeah, so Liam's drunk. I'm completely sober. Yeah, I've had a lot. Like, a lot. Oh boy. But it is a celebration, I guess, so... To explain myself, I didn't know that we would be recording around this time because this whole episode has been a bit up in the air recently. Like, yeah. we didn't know when we are actually going to record. <laughs> and then Quinn's like, oh, I'm going to be home in like an hour. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So we're doing it. It's Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy 20th episode. Happy everything, whatever. I don't celebrate um, Thanksgiving, so I'll say happy yeah. 20th episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess before I forget, we have to shout out some of our patrons. We do. That's I'm what glad we're you reminded me. So. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, I'm going to try and remember the stuff that we need to remember. Thank you so much. Yeah, you probably can't. Our, it just feels so weird not shouting out Kath along with them. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. Kath should have donated no, more. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in here, Kath, we're just kidding. Yeah, so shout out to Moving Pictures. Julia, she's in the chat. Woo! Julia! We love you. We love Julia. Um, <laughs> so thank you to her and Cam Adak for being some patrons that means the world. Seriously, I still can't even believe it. No, Kath, we're totally kidding. Seriously, I'm totally kidding. Oh, God. You didn't even have like... to donate. She's like, sorry, I didn't do- give more. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's it's all good. Did Kath listen to the new episode? Probably. I think she's probably caught up. Yeah. 
Yeah, where you just slammed her for not donating more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we could just get right into it. I mean, we probably have little topics, right? That yeah. probably want to hit. So I only have two, but you can get to yours if you want. I don't care. Um, I'll just I'll just bring up a little thing um, real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think it's actually a phenomenon that we're experiencing right now. Because we talked on the last episode about how um, you and me both had like a similar theater experience with Smile. Oh, yeah. It's a phenomenon. Every <laughs> I've seen so many people talk about the fact that they went to a Smile showing and uh-huh. it was the same experience. Fucking people running around being disruptive <sighs> the entire time. I've seen wow. like actually so many fucking people talking about this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why is this a thing? Is Smile like a cursed movie? Like, what is going on? I swear it has to be because I didn't even tell you this, but I have another coworker at the theater who she went to go see Smile and also had the same experience. I'm not even fucking kidding. It's a fucking phenomenon. It is, yeah. All right, that's confirmed. It's cursed. And like, I, I see so many little kids talking about how they went and saw Smile. It's like, this is a rated R fucked up movie. Why are they randomly going and seeing Smile? It must be some new trend. Like, let's go and ruin smile for everybody i don't know it seems like that's the case yeah i don't understand it i really don't i don't either that's crazy (sighs) that this phenomenon does not have me smiling it has me drowning so (laughs) (laughs) yeah you advertise a movie called smile and i'm not smiling at all (laughs) false advertising damn it seriously i don't get why that's a thing but my one was just like kind of annoying because people in front of me laughing at every single thing that happened some mm. random guy like coming to sit next to me, then sitting like a few seats across <laughs> from me, then sitting in front of me, then sitting behind me. It's like, what is yeah. going on right now? And then I hear so many people saying like the same thing. It's like, what? <laughs> I know. And that's strange because like I said, it's literally exactly what happened to me. Like the kids were running around being loud, laughing, and then even sat in the same row as us at mm. one point. So it's it's really weird. It's just like the curse in the movie. It's cursed in real life. I don't it know. is. It's yeah, fucking yeah. bizarre. It just passes from person to person, just like in the movie. So maybe it's like advertising. Maybe like the director like hires these people. <laughs> like, Go ruin the True. movie. <laughs> Why would he want to ruin his own movie though? That's weird. I thought like the advertising they did before that with like sticking random people in like sporting events and shit and having them smile. That was smart advertising. I didn't see that. Oh yeah. You, you should have seen it. It was weird. Like, they hired, like, fake actors to go in, in, like, concerts or sporting events or, like, highly populated areas and just, like, do that creepy smile around everybody. It mm. was re- it was kind of funny, I guess, but... I never saw that. That's actually pretty cool. It was creative advertising, but, yeah. There's, there's one, like, bit of advertising that's, like, sort of similar. I, I like advertising like that, where it's just, like, really out there and, like, you, you see it in public and it's like, what is this crazy thing? you know mm-hmm. yeah but like th- there was one for an album actually and it's it's an album by tom york like the guy from radiohead mm-hmm. love him so much obviously but like he for his latest album or something he had like a literal number that you could call that would like <laughs> make like these weird noises like that he created for the album and stuff and like tell you a bunch of weird cryptic shit and it's like oh my god that's so cool i love that that is yeah i like when artists or directors or whoever does that for yeah. their upcoming stuff it doesn't happen often but it's a it good way cool. to advertise it because it gets people talking i think yeah and maybe that's the way that 
it is the smile, I guess. But maybe, but like I just refuse to believe. If anybody else has had a bad smile experience, put it in the in the chat. I think um, everyone has. <laughs> I know, seriously. It is cursed. Uh, it's it is. I'm never gonna forget that theater experience, but not in a good way. I still think the worst theater experience I've had is the aliens one. I, I told you about that oh, on the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. That is the worst mm. one I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I really don't think anything is... I think Smile topped all of my bad theory experiences. It was so bad. I think that's the new worst one I've ever had. Really? Honestly. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, I've had annoying people in the theater, but they eventually were quiet. But these kids were taken out of the theater multiple times and talked to the, by the management, and then they still got sent back in and just did the same thing. So... It was maybe the was management ran mind. on the joke too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Julia said her smile experience was okay. Oh hmm. man, I mean, well, I'm glad you at least had a good one. But I know Julia saw it with her daughter and stuff, and they said that mm. they really enjoyed it and all that, and that's great. But like the the I I saw smile like spontaneously, like I was just walking around like the shopping center, like the mall that I wanted to mm -hmm. go and like buy stuff in because I think I needed like cat litter and stuff and like that's where it was the cheapest so I went mm. there and then I was like you know what I'm here now fuck it let's go see smile why not <laughs> like it's the only thing playing within the next half an hour so I went to see it yeah. and I was like holy shit what are these people right now uh -huh. like school is still going on right now it was like <laughs> midday on a Wednesday and there were school kids in there being disruptive like mine, this yeah. and I'm like why aren't you in school go to school <laughs> Oh. that just it blew my mind but people are uh, crazy yeah i might have to grab my glasses because i cannot read my phone from here okay uh, so he's grabbing his glasses i heard that oh wait yeah you can hear it on the phone yeah i can hear speaking yeah. of like me talking like shit when you're like away from the phone or whatever or like away from the <laughs> recording like did you like that conversation between me and keelan about the american toilet because that was like hilarious oh to yeah me. <laughs> that was funny i i don't understand what's so weird about it but <laughs> you have different toilets to us you do you should see the toilets in like asia or wherever where they shoot water up that's a bidet yeah yeah i've never seen one in person but yeah that's to me that's strange <laughs> i mean bidets are pretty weird but like <laughs> yeah yours aren't like too different to ours or anything but like Yours are bigger, and they have, like, a mm -hmm. weird way of flushing. I don't know. Well, it's... people in America are just bigger, so... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> we have an probably. obesity problem. I think Australia is, like, sort of within that, like, list of people that are, you know... Really? Like, the most obese countries or whatever. I think Australia is, like, one of those. Damn. Yeah. Like, we're similar. it's just becoming a worldwide problem <laughs> at this point. Probably. I mean, at, at some point it could be me because I haven't exercised like at all since I've gotten back, which <laughs> feels really bad. Oh, well, just got to start running. Just go on a little jog. You got no, some time now. No, <laughs> You've got plenty of time. That's the problem. Uh, I have too much time on my hands. Once I get back <laughs> into a schedule and I get back to working, I'll probably do it again. Mm, but right okay. now it's just like I wake up, nothing to do. That That's good. it. <laughs> That'll change. <laughs> i don't know okay well i'll hit one of my i literally have two things uh unless i forgot about something but the first thing i thought this was something funny uh you know rain wilson the dwight from the office yes yeah did you see what he changed his he apparently changed his legal name to i don't even know if this is a joke or not he but changed his I think legal it's real. Name? yeah oh my so this let me just read this Rain Wilson, a.k.a. The Office's Dwight Schrute, has changed his name 
to rainfall heat wave extreme winter to protest climate change. <laughs> I think I'm no pretty way. sure this is real. No I know I'm pretty. You can look it up chance. on like. <laughs> I, I, should, I should actually yeah probably look this up on Google. Rainfall sure what? Rainfall heat wave, uh, extreme winter. <sighs> I'm actually looking Dude, this up. It, I don't believe you. Hang on. <laughs> Rain Wilson. And then look oh yeah, if you look up Rain Wilson, the name change is one of the first things that came up. That's You're actually bizarre. right. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> this is how the crazy. fuck is this a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but oh my gosh. I that's I don't know how to, what to even say. What the f- why? How does that help? <laughs> to bring awareness to climate change, apparently. He's like the fucking just stop oil fucking protesters i don't know if you've seen them but oh my god what are they doing they're they're like a group called just stop oil yeah basically they're protesting like climate change and like stuff to do with oil usage and all that Mm -hmm. shit like i i think the cause is like a good thing probably but it's just Mm. the way they're going about it they literally like the the first thing that they did that got them into like the media was they went to like a museum and found a vincent van gogh painting and they oh put, i like, saw this fucking <sighs> yeah like tomato juice on I it or something that. like that and then they yeah, went they to another like one cake they threw mashed like potato it, yeah. on it like yeah, they have not that. stopped and they just keep doing that kind of shit and they keep doing that <laughs> thing that thing that i hate the fucking most with protesters they block off roads oh yeah i fucking yeah. hate that so I'm sure much. you're one of the, i'm sure you're a you, you're a believer in that. Just run them over. Just run them over. I would run them the fuck <laughs> over. I would not give a shit. I would fucking mash them. Oh my god. It's it's just pointless. Yeah. I mean, that type of protesting. There's other ways they can, like, fight for the cause than exactly. just annoy people. They're just trying to get attention, apparently. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, I understand wanting to get attention of, like, the people that are responsible for these causes and stuff like that like if you want to target those people that's fine but when you target the general public it's like Mm. you just want to get in the news yeah they've successfully done that but then you're just being laughed at most of the time because you're a fucking idiot exactly oh my god just go somewhere else fuck off yeah so i guess i guess the moral of that story then is changing your name is is better than annoying other people so I side with Rain Wilson. (laughs) Let's go. I mean, it is a kind of cool name, but it's just like fucking weird. Extreme heat winter. What? Like, I still forgot. I already forgot it. Rainfall heat wave extreme winter. I'm just going to start calling him that, though, from now on, because it's his legal name, so. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we we recently talked about fucking Kanye changing his name to Ye. Like, that seems tame now. That seems fine. (laughs) Exactly. That's really tame. Now it's like rainfall fucking heat wave extreme (laughs) mega fucking cyclone or some shit. It's like, oh, my God. Why? Uh. (laughs) Ye seems normal. He is now. Well, not really, no. There's still new shit coming out. But What's new in the Kanye news? You could have a whole podcast. Exactly. You could have a whole podcast to where all they do is talk about crazy shit Kanye did every week. Probably. I could yeah. probably look up his name now and see something, but yeah. Oh, we doing the Kanye corner again? <laughs> we can try, yeah. I like I've got this the news. <laughs> so what's crazy with Kanye this week? He used <laughs> he used porn bullying mind games to control staff. Okay. That <laughs> was from a day ago. <laughs> Wait read that like i mean like go to that okay. article i want to know what that right. means former yeezy team members claim that west showed them explicit messages okay get out of here ads 
showed them explicit <laughs> images of Kim Kardashian and used fear and manipulation to assert dominance. A scathing open letter to Adidas claims execs turned their moral compass off. So, yeah, okay. What? So he, he showed explicit images of Kim Kardashian as if that's a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen the sex tape? Oh, no. Of course you not. You haven't? It's a classic. No. Oh, my God. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's what um, made her famous. Uh, oh, true. But hang on. I, here, I saw this. What's this say? The attendees say that Wes looked down at his foot, stared up at the woman, and told her, I want to make... I want you to make me a shoe I can fuck. Oh, I heard about that, yes. What is this? He wants a shoe he can fuck. <laughs> I heard about this because my cousin sent me Kanye. this. Kanye. Kanye. There is always something in the Kanye corner. We I have literally to make this no... a thing. This is the new icebreaker. Fuck the good yeah, and bad segment. Oh it my has God. to be. But it's going to be sad when like Kanye doesn't do any crazy stuff anymore. Oh, he's like, always been... doing crazy stuff. Every true. I mean, we have like a fortnight usually between recording. He's going to do some shit within a fortnight. Yeah. Like, for sure. Oh, that's funny. I'll, I'll go with this one because it's like probably the smallest out of the three, but it's just something that sort of upset me recently. I mean, it, it's not going to be an upsetting thing for you because it's going to be different for you. But apparently in February, as opposed to your December, we are getting the whale. What? Yeah, we have to wait two whole months, apparently. Wow. I'm so fucking upset. So upset. So that does come here in December for us then. Yeah, it does. But okay. February, they, they announced <laughs> I like, am hey, happy for myself the whale is coming out fucking February in Australia. <laughs> oh, damn. That's... Why does it seem like Australia that happens like often or like stuff? Oh, won't... it does. <laughs> I don't know why. It's weird. It's such a shame it happens with this movie as well because it's like it's our most anticipated movie of the year. True, isn't it, it is. Like, so like, <laughs> yeah, oh it God. is. So I'm probably gonna see it like a while before you, and I'm, I imagine that's one we're gonna definitely talk about on here because we've been talking about it forever. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> That'd be nice. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to like really remember. <sighs> all of it or rewatch it before you do that's, that's such a shame i'm so yeah. upset about it <laughs> i really hope that that's like you know something that can be changed maybe within the next month or whatever like i would really mm. like to see the whale when it actually comes out but if we have to wait yeah. till february oh my god that is so shitty yeah i'm glad that doesn't happen to us too often i mean that happens to where like uk the uk will get like new movies before the us like that happened with like saint Maud, and i was waiting forever to watch it oh really yeah so i don't know it doesn't happen a lot to us but i feel like it's just gonna get so spoiled annoying. and posted to shit on instagram and i'm just gonna be like <laughs> oh my god Hate my life. If only, uh, if only it was our after the time that you moved to the U.S. So, like, if only you moved to the U.S. in time for that movie, then you could watch oh, it here. But yeah. <laughs> sorry, I think I, I think literally pressed right there too. I mean, yeah, a little bit, but <laughs> I think eh. before we actually like get me moving over there, Julia is probably gonna come visit here in February. That's what oh, she's wow. planning. There you go. See, you guys can both see the whale. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> go awesome. And see with her. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to see it in December. Oh, I know. At that point, she'll, like, be re-watching it, basically, right? <laughs> True. True. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we can look forward to that, I guess, in February, the whale. All right. Well, um, I'll get my last topic out of the way. This is kind of a big thing. I mean, for me, at least. James Wan, you know, the big horror director... Yes. He is merging his production company with Blumhouse to create a horror movie empire, it says. 
Do you, did you hear about this? A horror movie empire? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be exclusively so, horrors now? Well, I mean, you know, Blumhouse has always been pretty much always horror, uh, with some exceptions, but like... Well, it's been Whiplash, right? Well, they did Whiplash. That's like one of the few exceptions. But otherwise, they almost always do horror. And so James Wan is merging his production company. I didn't even know he had one. I don't even know what his is called. But he's merging his, I guess, with Blumhouse to create, like... I can read the little description says James Wan and Jason Blum are in the process of merging their production companies. The New York Times outlined the merger saying Wan and Blum plan to build a horror film factory if the merger is completed. So I imagine we're going to get a shit ton of horror movies if this happens, which is good, but I hope that they're actually good, unlike what most of Blumhouse does. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about because there's Blumhouse like being, you know, sort of generic and all that. quality. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But also, like, James Wan doesn't seem like... To, I mean, to me, he's not really been that great for a while, mm-hmm. I don't think, and that's what worries me. It's like him plus Blumhouse, who is, like, really quantity over quality. That seems like a recipe for disaster to hmm. me. I mean, I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm just looking forward to getting more horror movies because I feel like it's still going to be the same type of horror movies, but just maybe more of them. I Who knows? But... Mm. I don't know. I mean, I like some half of James Wan's movies I like. Uh, he's like the most mainstream horror director ever. So, I mean, I don't love like a lot of his stuff, but I just thought that was a big thing, I guess. What, what is a director or a film that you think about when you think mainstream horror? Uh, Conjuring is like the most mainstream horror it gets. That's what I think of. I usually think of Mike Flanagan. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. up there. He's, he's definitely up there, too. I know that... Like, Julia, she loves Mike Flanagan quite a lot. (laughs) Like, she loves Mm -hmm. Haunting of Hill House so much, and she has a lot of love for Mike Flanagan. But I I just, I really don't get it anymore. I Yeah. Like, it feels like everything he brings out is, like, the same thing. It's very similar. I mean, it's like, Mike Flanagan, though, his is so much more, like, character-driven than James Wan. Like, James Wan goes for the scares. Mike Flanagan, like, really takes his time and, like, almost to a fault sometimes where I'm almost, like, bored by the stuff he does, like his series. I thought Haunting of Hill House was good, but Haunting of Bly Manor I thought was just straight-up boring. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like five episodes into Haunting of Hill House and it's it's good so far and the yeah. characters are interesting, but mm-hmm. the horror element is not yeah. like at all to me. <laughs> there, there was like one bit where I was really unsettled and it was like that big tall guy like floating around the hallways. That was cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's actually terrifying. Jesus fucking Christ. But everything else, it's like... Mm. Yeah. I think there's some there is more creepy moments to come trust me but I think the reason Bly Manor let me down is because I went in expecting another horror series and it's actually more of like a, a romance with horror elements so maybe it that's is? why I was let down yeah it's it's a lot more like tame than Hill House I'm gonna be real the only reason I'm watching these is to get to Midnight Mass because I think that will be <laughs> really good like it looks I heard like a great. good show I, it does Th- there's like one guy in it that I really really like um rahul kolhi i don't know how to say his name properly but he's like a pretty good actor and i'd I'd like to see him Mm. in that role apparently he's great Hmm. in it that's the only reason i want to watch all of these shows that's it i still haven't gotten to midnight mass but eventually i will but no you're right like when i think of mainstream horror i think the three most mainstream horror like the three kings of mainstream horror is james wan mike flanagan and jordan peele like those are the three mainstream i mean i haven't seen nope yet but i do yeah i mean i do sort of see that it, it does but, feel and he's my favorite generic him, sometimes yeah it's generic but it works i think that you can be mainstream but like not 
bad generic at the same time like i don't think jordan peele stuff is like generic i think it's just really accessible to the mainstream like it's got your comedy it's got Mm -hmm. your jump scares but it has like some deeper meaning too for like people that actually want that stuff so but for me like where james wan and mike flanagan fail is that i don't know i just don't know i just they're they're just a bit more generic they just are to me because it's all like supernatural like ghost stories and stuff and it's like yeah and that's like so done as it is mm -hmm. but like us for example that like that's really unique whether you like it or not it is so i do like us's concept the only problem that i had with it really like the biggest problem i had with it was like the way that it ended and all of that because like the whole end section just felt so like over the top but like it had no reason and it felt like it was setting up a sequel as well and i was like what Hmm. the fuck (laughs) i don't know but up until then it was really creepy especially like the first hour the first hour was fantastic fan fantastic but i prefer get out because of that ending Mm. that i don't like as much but i i I still haven't seen nope yet i do want to see nope nope is great but it's my as of now it's my third least favorite but it's still great so i mean that says something i don't know I th- at least we have a variety i'm just glad that quote-unquote elevated horror is like a thing like ari aster robert eggers like yes yes all yes. of them i even though it seems pretentious and people maybe overpraise them but like that's i'm just happy that's around to balance it out i think horror is usually at its best when it feels like a more personal thing Mm-hmm. Like you can really feel for the characters and then you see like things that are terrifying happen to them. Then you're like, okay, I, f- I feel that now. But it's like, yeah, so many generic horrors don't have like all of this character building and they have mm-hmm. so many generic ways of like filming things as well. And it's like, I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen next. That yeah. doesn't, that makes it like not a horror anymore because it's not scary. It's not something mm-hmm. that actually like gets to you. With with mm-hmm. like a lot of Mike Flanagan stuff, for instance, it's like, I know there's a jump scare coming around every <laughs> corner. Like I, I know this is about to happen. This is a tension filled mm-hmm. scene. I know when the jump scare is going to happen. Oh, it happened. I feel nothing. <laughs> no, exactly. I think t- to his credit, he does at least like he has the character building stuff to like balance like to earn it or to balance it out because like Hmm. you know he take there's like midnight mass i heard has so many monologues that like if you want character development it's gonna be in that show so like but james wan is the only one that for me it's like jump scares without earning it or just like without yeah. the characters so at least with malignant it was just wacky goofy shit like it was just (laughs) so much it was it was and it felt generic for a lot of like the runtime but then when you get to like that big reveal it's like okay Mm -hmm. now it's like really over the top goofy shit and i love it like that's awesome it built up well that was way different than his other stuff so i like that but um overall i do do like the conjuring movies though personally i i i like the second quite a lot the first Mm. not amazing to me very generic yes but the second i actually really like to me they're just in indistinguishable they just flow together to me to where i'm like is this the first or the second i don't know that's just me but man but do you remember that one scene though where like patrick wilson like talking for ages to that like spirit or whatever or like Mm. some shit and there's like the shot of him like he's just talking the entire time and you can see the thing in the background like Mm. growing ever so slightly more like closer and like uh, bigger and it's like oh my god this is like the most tension-filled scene ever oh my god fuck scary I, 
I'd have to rewatch that. That does sound maybe a rewatch would help, honestly. But I did love um, that scene, but yeah. yeah. See, I like Insidious a bit more than both of the Conjurings to where like it really also has Patrick it. Wilson. Well, I, I haven't seen Insidious one, but I told you on the last episode I saw oh, Insidious yeah. two in that theater, and that was yeah. like ages ago. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it. But no, yeah. no, Insidious two makes no sense without the first one because it's like directly mm. like it, it just you'd have to know. But like I don't know. I thought the first Insidious was good. So overall, I'm I'm hopeful for this new quote unquote horror movie empire. I'm ready for it give it to me yeah but make we'll, it we'll good. see how it goes yeah. <laughs> i i hope it's good i hope it's good but i mean you are a way bigger horror fan than i am <laughs> to be fair yeah but then again i there's a lot of horror i just i hate like i'll watch a ton of it but like i won't love it just because it's horror so mm-hmm. i need a good turn your brain off horror movie though not everything can be the lighthouse or midsummer or hereditary like if every movie was like hereditary i think i would be i'd go insane because that drains me so yeah, that was my last little topic thing. Pick a number, one or two. Two. Okay. I just like wrote since it was like the twentieth episode. Let's say some nice things about each other. Oh my. Maybe I do need to be drunk for oh my opening God. Come up. Come on. And... No, I know I'm kidding. <laughs> I but... can't think of nice things about Liam. Holy shit. <laughs> no, I can. I just uh you're very dedicated to uh to putting out content. You're very you're more motivated than me for sure to really? like film videos, edit them. Yeah. Like I want to film videos and like write reviews and edit them, but like I just it's I've been in a kind of a motivational rut lately when it comes to the content, but I'm trying yeah. to get back into it. Yeah, you're very uh dedicated to that. That's upsetting though cuz I mean I I know that you have the passion for it it's just sometimes yeah. it is hard to get that motivation back again and mm-hmm. I I get why definitely lately because you've been working a lot so <laughs> yeah that makes yeah, sense it's just my schedule and all that but it'll it can bounce back I'm sure but just don't end the podcast don't end the podcast no I I, the I, podcast. I won't <laughs> I won't <clears throat> and you're uh you're fun to party with uh you have good taste in music that's all right i guess and and movies (laughs) some some questionable takes here and there but mostly good hey we we all have questionable takes (laughs) i I have the most questionable takes to be honest all right my turn quinn you are like the nicest motherfucker i've ever met you're just so (laughs) sweet all the time like i mean it's it's hard to sometimes it's like hard to converse with you because i know that there's a lot of things going on and all that stuff but like you're just always such a nice person like you you mean well and you try to communicate with people as best you can without like hurting their feelings or anything like that you're just you're always (laughs) so sweet i i love the way that you communicate you're just so nice all the time wow thanks that's all well right. i try to be i mean once we get to like like late january or whatever we've been doing this for a year how fucking crazy yeah. is that <laughs> that is crazy oh man. that really is it's so soon yeah uh, it's just crazy time is just crazy lately like because like mm. a couple months ago it's it was one year since i moved to this town and then really? yeah in a couple months yeah and then in a couple months it'll be one year since the start of that and the start like my three-year mark wait when yeah it'll be three years since i started the instagram so yeah i think we started the podcast actually the same my anniversary of my instagram account it's uh it is crazy but yeah (laughs) here's to a new year new new uh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i had something else (laughs) 
Well, Julia said that what you said was so sweet. So what did something. I say? Well, about me. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that. what you were saying, and probably what we were just both said, like, about each other. I've never done an episode where I'm, like, midway through drunk. Like, <laughs> this is different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my best. No, you're doing totally fine. I'm hoping uh, it's cheers. entertaining. <laughs> cheers. I've, I've got, Bang. it's not alcohol, but it's caffeine, so I need brought up, not down right now. Well, Same thing, basically. It's fine. <laughs> Well, we got some more people joining. Thank you, people swinging by, even if it's just for a little bit. Yeah, we appreciate it. But I mean, did you have other anything? I had else one for... more, um, if you want to. But this was a topic that I wanted to discuss, like quite, like relatively in depth, just because I feel very passionate about it. But I don't know about you. You might be mm-hmm. totally like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, it, and that's totally fine. But yeah, we'll um, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. My last topic is how much Elon Musk is fucking Twitter right now. <laughs> holy lord before you get into it i i don't really have twitter don't really use to i do have it but i never get on it and i haven't really been following the news i barely got on it as well just a heads up i don't i don't get on it as much i just yeah. use it to advertise like my videos that come out that's it yeah and just a side note like i used to twitter was the first social media i ever like used so often just like instagram and it was the first online community of friends really? and people I ever met back in 2013, yeah. 2013, I mean, I told you, wow. Yeah, 2013, because I told you about my little, like, nerdy roleplay thing, right? Where you, like, write for a certain character. No. Well, uh, okay, Do so tell. long story. I, I could have swore I mentioned this on another episode, but... I don't think you did. No, no. back in... Back in 2013, like, cause I was like into, I was really into Marvel and DC and comics and all that. And like somehow, I don't know how I found it, but I stumbled across this like pretty big community on Twitter called like the R, it's called just RP, short for role play. And just so many like different accounts to where there are certain character, whether it's Marvel, DC, Star Wars, fucking anything, like even original characters. And if you see RP in their like description, it means they're like a role play account and you can like write stories together, like not weird fan fiction shit, but like, I mean, I mean some it, of them it, probably it do is, that. It is fan fiction. It's just not sexy fan fiction. Right. It's not sex fan fiction. But like, <laughs> like, for, like I mentioned in my Black Adam review, Black Adam was one of the first characters I ever wrote for on that. Like for a while, he was like my character. And so... Oh. Yeah, so I kind of like, I really liked him as a character and it was fun, like creating like, it's just writing, like just writing like a story and then like interacting with other people and like coming up with a cool story together. It's, it's nerdy, but whatever. I mean, it was fun. That's adorable. And, <laughs> yeah. So I'm anyway. I'm Johnson. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than just that. No, but no, I know, I know. yeah, that was like probably the last time I really used Twitter often was like a, it was from 2013 to like 2015 or maybe 16 it was a, a good couple few years i was doing that yeah and then i just stopped because yeah i did see that you have to pay you can pay to get a blue check mark which is stupid because now anybody can get a blue check mark <laughs> that's something we said in a recent episode that was the first domino like it is just it is all out fucking chaos on twitter right now oh no holy shit elon <laughs> Musk, i have to get right? in on it he like he just he got in there i don't know what the fuck happened but like it's it started off like yeah he did that whole thing where he's like yeah you can pay eight dollars and you can get a check mark you can be very verified or whatever eight dollars that's cheap for a check mark too yeah and that's the problem because so many people like bought the check mark and stuff but then 
you know what happened after that? People huh. started impersonating him, like, and pretending <laughs> to be him and stuff. And then he's like, okay, this is a joke that I can't handle. So you're all suspended and blocked. He basically uh-huh. said, like, these joke accounts that are impersonating me, they are going to get banned because I don't find the joke funny. So he took it to a personal level. And now he's like, blocked all of these people from twitter like from ever using twitter again and then he comes Mm. back and he like backs up on it and he's like oh actually it's fine you can do this now you can totally parody accounts totally fine but now it is fucking madness because anyone can parody any account there was this company that is like i'm pretty sure it's like some sort of department store company right Mm. Mm -hmm. and i don't know what exactly the company is called but like say it's like i don't know walmart right Mm-hmm. So, like, say somebody somebody went to impersonate Walmart, the official Walmart Twitter account. Mm-hmm. This person actually managed to do it so convincingly that they dropped their stock so hard that <laughs> so many fucking people backed out of backing them. Oh my and, god! And and now it's like the the fact that you can actually do that on Twitter and make people like make businesses go down that hard. That's a fucking problem, Elon. But he yeah. just laughs at every single criticism everything he's a fucking joke of a man and i i fucking hate him right now because he he doubles down on this shit so much with everything everyone's like why are you letting this shit happen all the time why are you doing this why are why are you firing employees and he's like haha lol memes that's it that's all he fucking says it's like you are actually fucking people's lives up here what a piece of shit damn that's crazy like oh, this I'm is so craziness yeah to to his to side with him at first i i don't think i don't know parody accounts yeah it is like a fine line between a parody account and just straight up identity like impersonation and identity theft and all that so like i don't you can parody an account but you shouldn't be verified if you're pairing it parodying it because then absolutely people will mistake you for the real thing yeah but that's just yeah that's why this it all started with that fucking blue check mark. Like, I I don't think anybody can have it. If you impersonate somebody like Elon, where he can probably... At first, he didn't take a joke. But if he can take a joke now, and he can just be like, oh, this person's parodying me, that's funny. Like, it, mm. that's totally fine. But when you do it to businesses, and, mm-hmm. like, people that are actually going to tank from this kind of shit, like, you, you could literally, like, go on, like, impersonate, I don't know, fucking... Who's an actor? Uh, like Brad Pitt. I don't know. Brad Pitt. You could go and <laughs> impersonate Brad Pitt and say, like, post a fucking thing saying, I'm a pedophile. You could go and do that. And, like, yeah. Brad Pitt's life would, would be fucked up because they think it's the real Brad Pitt. Exactly. You could do that now on Twitter. And that's the fucked up thing. Yeah. It's like, he's he has fucked it beyond belief since he bought that fucking <laughs> app. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a real shit show. I'm, I'm kind of glad I got out of there. But this would be something fun to see. I mean, not fun. People's lives are getting ruined and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's. I think Twitter, honestly, at this point, is more of a. It, it's more of a negative thing than a positive thing. Like, if they just like yeah. scrap the whole app, it, humanity would probably be better off. Because like, it's always been a cesspool. Yeah, like it's. it's yeah, a terrible place to be. It's always been a cesspool. It's always been like just an angry mob of people just like canceling people left and right yes, for yes. like some deservingly you know like harvey weinstein fuck that guy or like yeah, but some und- but like for other stuff like people maybe just said something offensive it's just something somebody said and they're like okay let's let's all gang up create a hashtag and ruin this guy's life so like yeah it's it's just and they go far they go they go as far as like tracking them down and like making them lose their job and all that shit exactly like it's, twitter is a horrible place to be 
but i think it's like you know how like facebook is basically dead right i think twitter Mm -hmm. is the next one to go hopefully i think so too i think so too i i think instagram is like right now instagram really is like at the top right now like in terms of what everybody uses and i'm happy because i mean instagram's got its problems for sure but it's not like twitter it's because you don't see as much toxicity on instagram yeah you don't see nearly as much right and like you can't you have to like post a video or picture or something you can't just like type a quick sentence and then a hashtag and just put it out there so like and even if you do it 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 won't get seen by that many people because it's a caption you know mm-hmm. like the picture not is only, the thing that matters exactly and not only that but i'm also happy that like what really annoys me about twitter is that there's a section for news straight from twitter and it's like we're counting twitter as a, a news source like an actual it's always been a news source for some exactly reason. and that for me is like the scariest thing because like you know your average teenager whoever who only gets on twitter is gonna read the first thing they see as news on twitter and take it as like gospel like they're not gonna look exactly, any further yeah. into it so that's what i've really hated the most about twitter is that who knows if what you're reading is even true that's the problem people glance at these things like you know and take it at face value and they like exit out of the app after that and they're like okay like i have imprinted this thing in my mind now that this Mm -hmm. is news that this is fact whether or not it's like true or not it's like i just glanced upon that so now i think of it as fact yep exactly because it was on twitter and like you know it's yeah. twitter's a big app they wouldn't lie but even like so many article websites that you go to they're like i'm gonna source this tweet as like a, a part of my article yeah. a part of my news article you see you've seen that for fucking <laughs> like 10 plus years now twitter mm-hmm. is just always there in news articles and i'm wondering what's going to happen when twitter actually like sort of just dies I, yeah i know i wonder too i mean well hopefully it just opens the doorway to actual like news sources you know that have always been around like i would hope whatever so, yeah. what, you know and like i think any news source to be honest can be like you know deceiving or like clickbaity or not giving full context which is why you should go out of your way to like okay let me check out three different news sources yeah, and if just they all check facts, are accurate yeah, yeah. so like I don't know, but like you said, your average person, they're just going to check Twitter and look at it and Too then leave. Too lazy to then, check, yeah. Yeah, so that's what's scary. It's just a big, like, group think. Like, they're all just sheep, like, attacking things left and right, and it's a cesspool. And I hope it may- dies, honestly. May- maybe, maybe that is the good thing about Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Maybe he's going to ruin it so <laughs> hard that it, like, actually dies. I hope. He, he is uh... just, like, he's doing so much damage right now, and I hate how much of a cunt he's being right now. <laughs> I fucking but hate maybe, the guy. Maybe this is his plan, though. Maybe the ends will justify the means, and he's doing this so that Twitter will die. And then I mean, I hope like, so. Thank you, Elon. <laughs> Even then, I but, wouldn't be like, thank you, Elon, because he's the problem that I have with it is him taking away the livelihood of these Twitter employees because he's, he's fired so many people that relied on that job for a long long time and then all of a sudden they're gone that's exactly that's i saw that too that is fucked up i think that he just needs to go back to making action like being he was you know considered like the real life tony stark you know this guy is like really smart and he can build these crazy things i think he should just go back to doing that and not buying up social medias and like whatever he's doing yeah he used to feel like a human being but ever since he smoked that fucking blunt on joe rogan he's like (laughs) that got to his head or something and he's like he's just going all out now and he doesn't give a shit anymore he's just like i'm the meme lord let me do whatever the fuck i want i'm gonna buy twitter well hey it's like fuck you dude 
and i i got so annoyed recently as well because i saw a tweet um that was like this this twitter employee like this ex twitter employee saying like you know i just went in to help elon with all of this stuff like setting up twitter and like dealing with some problems that he had because he didn't understand a bunch of things and then right afterwards he fired me and like yeah. she she went into a like a whole thing about this elon replied to it and literally just said thanks for the help exclamation mark that's it and i'm like <laughs> you're a fucking prick dude yeah, what the hell that's not right you have yeah. taken away this person's livelihood and you have like like they have put in so much effort and so much work into that and you just say that shit it's horrible mm-hmm. it's like at least have some sympathy you know jesus exactly yeah uh, we'll see what comes of this craziness like yeah, it seems like a lot of people are going crazy. I hate Twitter in general, so it's fine. Yeah, me too. I hate it too. But I, and I know you're going to disagree with this, but I wish to God, if there was an app to be deleted, TikTok, please. It's, it's no, TikTok it's... is a cesspool. <laughs> it's not though. It's just like, I, okay, I, I come across so much stuff at TikTok that I hate. I will admit that. But like, in general, like, when when it when i find stuff that i actually enjoy and all that stuff it's like yeah this is cool i wouldn't have seen this otherwise like so that's great mm-hmm. it's good that it showed that to me but yeah there yeah. there are a bunch of bad things on there but once you get the algorithm to understand what you like then you're okay yeah that's just... fair enough i just yeah um how about just change it i just wish that little kids didn't have access to tiktok that's how oh, I, yeah. I just wish they absolutely did, it's poisoning the fucking minds of kids like yes it's just, yes it, it, so there you go that i'll, I, I'll agree with that it. yeah just i don't like, think i don't think it, it should be the first kids. to go i think twitter should be the first to go but yeah yeah twitter like, TikTok, for sure tiktok needs some work definitely yeah i'll admit and that. i mean yeah and the fact that i mean like china is basically like stealing people's information from it but that's beside the point I mean, regardless there's mark zuckerberg stealing people's true information from facebook all the time that's true and, if you, and have you heard about all the metaverse shit like oh <laughs> metaverse I've, I, is the I, most I... pathetic experiment i've ever seen in my life <laughs> is it what is it again is it just literally an online world you can go into and like... it's vr like it, it's vr <laughs> you just like go and like talk to people and stuff and like have a like online community and shit but like you know what this is actually a funny thing that I think I think you'll actually find really funny. Maybe a month ago or something, they said, okay, Metaverse is coming out with a new big announcement. And they, like, went live to do it, and they said the big announcement. You know what the announcement was? Huh. We've added legs to our avatars. <laughs> so it was like, it was just people, like, floating around, and it's like, oh, we have legs now. This oh. is the big announcement. And you know what? That announcement was a lie. <laughs> they don't have legs. <laughs> oh my god they still don't have legs it's like this is the most pathetic invention i've ever seen (laughs) holy Uh, fuck man oh my god i i think the only thing i saw about the metaverse was like you know the you know the fake like news uh source the onion like i love the onion yeah yeah Yeah. you know have you seen the one to where it's like mark zuckerberg's avatar has escaped from the metaverse like watch (laughs) out it showed just like mark zuckerberg is the metaverse guy in real life oh my god (laughs) Fucking hell, that's oh hilarious though. But it's oh like my. actually unbelievable that but that that was a real announcement. Oh, we have legs, and then they don't even add them. It's like no Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Uh, that is sad. That's a new low. Facebook and Twitter, they go hand in hand. They're just pathetic. Yeah, all <sighs> this technology, it just needs to be simple again. We don't need this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
But... That was the biggest subject than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a, a topic. So I guess was that all of our topics? I guess, yeah. If we want to get into the main one, we can. Now getting into our Wakanda Forever discussion. We'll keep it like spoiler free for a bit, you know, for yep. those who haven't seen it in here. We'll try yeah. not to even spoil too much. I mean... All right, so where do we start? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, by anybody in the chat, if you've seen Wakanda Forever, throw down your thoughts. But I thought... First, I want to say I, I at least had a good theater experience because, you know, with Marvel theaters, then like you're always going to get big crowds of people and like a lot of people. And, you know, I was kind of wanting to avoid that. So my theater was full. It was really. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. since I do work at the movie theater that we have in town, then if sometimes we try not to abuse it, but like we can go in on a day that the theater is closed and if we have the key to the movie because it's currently playing then we can like go in there with just us workers and like watch it off the theater hours so like we had a whole theater to ourselves yeah so that was nice and who'd you see it with i saw it with my coworker jen a couple of her friends and then our other coworker kathy chandra wasn't able to make it that time yeah, I mean, what did you write? No, we start. <laughs> um, I gave it. I guess yeah, for ratings, I gave it a three out of five, which is like the same score I gave the first one. So, mm. it, they're both on the same level for me, honestly. I haven't rated it yet. I I feel like I might do a full review on it. I think mm -hmm. because I have a decent amount to say, but I'm roughly between a seven and an eight. I mm. I. Like, when I came out of the experience, though, like, I was, like, maybe this is a 9 out of 10. Like, I was, like, oh, really loving it. But, like, now, having let it sit for a bit, I'm, like, 7 to 8-ish. Mm. I, I liked it probably more than you did. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you did. But I I honestly, I might like this one more than the first a bit. Oh, I absolutely but, do. Which I know neither of us are big fans of the first one. So, yeah. I mean. But, no, I mean, I thought this was... Uh, to be honest a three out of five does feel kind of low like maybe a three and a half that's might be generous for me though i don't know but it was a good like um it's the best possible way they could have carried on the story probably i uh yeah you yeah. know <laughs> I, Hon honestly like, yeah that that's like the one thing i was really worried about i'm like how are they going to address mm -hmm. this how are they going to continue Same. this kind of story and they did it extremely well i think <laughs> They did, and it was like, there were definitely a lot of parts that, there was one part that, like, was almost got me emotional, and I was, like, surprised. I was like, damn, a Marvel movie is making me emotional right now, like, so. I cried at one point. You did? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we can get into that when we eventually get into spoilers, like, which part, but, like, I, I just really wish that it was more clear in my mind. I, I watched it, like, awake, and I watched it once in theaters, but I think were it was just too long. Because it is long. Yeah, it, it I was. Long. I honestly, I was getting kind of tired. Honestly, at a certain point, I, this mm -hmm. is a, such a problem for me. I hate getting tired in the theater. But like, if it's this long, I'm in a, a nice. I'm in a chair that can like lean back, and it's all dark in the room. Like, I'm bound to fall asleep. I think if it's like something that you see where you like woke up sort of recently or whatever, and like it, if it's a full theater as well, like that definitely makes you a bit more awake because you're yeah. like feeling the reactions with everyone else so yeah. i mean maybe if you were in the sort of experience that i had it would have been different i don't know true because i was yeah. yeah like i said i was in the theater with like four other people i it was really quiet i mean it's just a recipe to fall asleep honestly so 
I understand that. I think a lot of like the theater experience can affect how you view a movie, mm-hmm. probably. Which is why I really would have liked to rewatch it before this, because, like I said, maybe it could have gone up to a higher score. Maybe I would have liked more things about it. But uh, things I liked, I liked. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you like anything? <laughs> no, I mean I do like things about it, but like, like Namor was a, a cool villain. I thought. See, I don't know what I can say without spoiling. That's kind of why I'm like hesitant. We can get into but that if you want to. Overall, before we get into spoilers, and we're not going to, like, for those in the chat, we're not going to spoil, like, every little detail. Most of the stuff is, like, common knowledge by now. But it was a solid movie. Yeah, just a solid Marvel movie. Uh, I'd recommend it, I guess. You don't have to say that. If you don't, like, feel like you liked it as much, that's totally fine. I definitely liked it enough to give it three stars, though. So, I mean, it was it wasn't a decent movie it was but yeah did you have anything like before we get into spoilers i i enjoyed it a bit more than you did but it was there's a lot of reasons for that and i feel like we'll probably have to get into spoilers to talk about all of that but i mean yeah yeah just in general i think it's a lot better than the first i really do because the mm-hmm. first felt like a generic Marvel story, whereas this, like, it, it it did in some areas, but because of the fact that it was, like, trying to carry on some sort of legacy and also trying to be as respectful as possible to Chadwick, it made it feel a little bit different to me. And there mm-hmm. were moments where I was like, wow, this, like, like, I'm surprised that Marvel is doing this, or I'm surprised that, like, Ryan Coogler has, like, been able to do this kind of shit and make it really effective i just got really emotional with a lot of things with it and i'm glad that Mm -hmm. i did but i totally would understand if people didn't like it because at its core like story-wise it's it's another marvel movie it is Mm. yeah i think in terms of like the story and the villain and like you know the structure and all that shit it's totally like you know your average marvel movie but what Mm. i did appreciate though less cringy humor than the first movie less like you know, stupid in, uh, internet trend jokes being inserted like the first movie. Like, what, what are those? those? I oh, fucking you hate did, yeah, we did it at the yeah. same time. <laughs> Anytime I think of the first Black Panther, I think of that scene. That's instantly... Me too. My, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and I like, hate that. This one, Bex, this got nominated for Best Picture. What are those jokes? Fuck out of here. Oh, so. I could go into a whole rant about the Oscars from that year. I know. Oh, oh I know. boy. Not going to do it. We could, but... Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole episode right there. But um, yeah, yeah. So I did appreciate the the toned down humor and like it it felt like more like serious and like artistic in a lot of ways, which yeah. was surprising for Marvel. So like I really liked that, especially the ending, which eventually we'll get to. Like I was like, yes. damn, this feels like an actual drama movie right now. This looks like an actual like that's the thing film. that I loved about it so much. <laughs> it feels like primarily it's a drama mm-hmm like yeah. that's what i loved about it the most and like especially like working that in with the cinematography too the cinematography was beautiful mm-hmm. it just felt oh, like yeah. a drama movie like it felt yeah. like that's what you were watching and seeing mm-hmm. that on like a huge ass screen with like you know marble fights in between like that was such a weird surreal thing but it <laughs> seemed to work for me yeah so, yeah i agree i'm surprised at how articulate i am for how drunk i am <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised just, too. just a heads up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of a shame because yeah a lot of people in the chat are like i might leave because i haven't seen it so 
Um, Sarah asked, was the green screen better in the second movie? Yeah, I think it probably was a lot better. Ooh. Really? I have a, no, because another thing I think of in the first Black Panther, you know that big fight at Wakanda that they have at the end, whatever, it's for the first one. Yeah. It reminds me of the fight, the Gungan battle on Naboo in the first Phantom Menace. It looks just like it. Under under the yeah. dome, the big yeah, dome. Yeah, it looks yeah. it's just the the whole setting. I'm like, this is I'm like watching Phantom Menace right now. So like Gungan fight. <laughs> number two, let's go. Dude, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Gungans and the Wakandans go at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, this isn't really I don't know if I'm getting into spoilers with... No, I, I don't think I'm getting into the spoilers with this, but, like, there's one fight, like, the second last fight toward the end, and it's, like, a fight within Wakanda, right? Do, mm. do you remember that one where, like, something yes. attacks Wakanda? Yeah. Yeah, you remember yeah. that? Terrible green screen. <laughs> Terrible. It, it was, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this, like, this is kind of unbelievable, like, what I'm seeing right now. It's like, how do you yeah. not put effort into this? Like, more effort into this. I mean, maybe they're overworked, probably. Probably. At this point, after having to CGI, you know, She-Hulk twerking, then they're probably like, fuck oh, this company. <laughs> <laughs> so they're probably like, we're not going to even try anymore. I mean, yeah. it's just, it is really unreal, though, like how the CGI ever since like Infinity War and Endgame, it's just been getting worse instead of better. It's really surprising. To be to be fair though, like there's this one bit in Infinity War that actually Keelan made me aware of. It it is actually like terrible CGI and I I or green screen, but I didn't realize it until he pointed it out. But like, do you remember like the Hulkbuster thing? Yes. Is it when Mark like Ruffalo Mark Ruffalo's fucking head, head out. outside? <laughs> it's terrible. It is really bad. Oh my god! Like I would I would agree, but like then I think of that and I'm like, oh man, that was not right. good. I think the good outweighs the bad by so much, though, with those oh, movies. Yeah. But like here, I consider like... Infinity War like a perfect movie just because of oh yeah, like how great it is. But I mean, Me when I think back on that, it's like that's one little imperfection, and I'm like, oh man, that's bad. <laughs> I yeah, I another one more thing though about the first Black Panther movie that I really think of when I think of bad CGI is the fight between him and Killmonger in their suits like yeah, wherever the bad. fuck they were it literally yes. all of it just looked like a ps2 cut scene like, you mean like like when they're on like that train thing yeah whatever the yeah hell that, that was, was. It yeah was, that was bad it was bad <laughs> so it was i just overall i i thought that the cgi in this one was better and it better been because it was three years later it was better i'll admit that yeah but yeah. not but yeah it still has its flaws i mean it's not perfect. I think we can't... I think every Marvel thing seems to have flaws, really, with the CGI and the green screen, which right. is a shame. Like, I wish they would put more effort into it and give their visual effects artists time to work with this shit, but they just mm -hmm. don't. I guess not everybody can be uh, can take like twelve years, like Avatar, to perfect their <laughs> CGI before it comes out. Because like, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, because Marvel, they probably have like what a couple years, a few years in development. Fucking Avatar two. Which, by the way, not really spoiling it, but for Black... That's what I thought of instantly as soon as I saw Namor's people. I'm like, are those the fucking Avatar Everyone the and their fucking grandmother <laughs> thought that. Holy shit. They just, like, like, they look like Avatar people yeah. immediately. Uh, it's like, why are they blue? Why are they oh blue? My God. They're riding around on <laughs> fucking whales and shit. It's like, this is Avatar. I know. This is fucking it's Avatar like, attacking Wakanda. And, it's like... And it's probably going to be the better Avatar movie out of the two, honestly. But I mean, honestly, like the 
when I see like the Avatar trailer, like the new one, whenever I go to the theater, like it, it is a good looking fucking trailer. It is. You cannot deny that. I can't deny that, but the more I see it, the more I get tired of it. I feel like I've already seen yeah. the movie, and because I've seen the trailer like a million times already, it's mm. terrible. Like, because at our theater in particular, they've been playing the Avatar teaser for months and months now, like earlier yeah. this year, and I'm like, how are, am I still seeing this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's every time I go to the theater as well. Every time, yeah, it's like Avatar again, but. I don't, I don't really get sick of it because like there are so many times where I look at the trailer and I'm like, wow, that shot is fucking incredible. This CGI is fucking incredible. But like, it, yeah, I, I have no interest in the story, and I, I didn't <laughs> like the first that much anyway. So it's like, yeah, eh. that's the, that's the thing. Like, the thing that keeps that was special about the first wasn't the story. It wasn't the cast. It wasn't the actors. It wasn't anything. It was all just of how ahead of the time the effects were because they were yeah. ahead of their time and it like the mocap suits and like full body like we hadn't really seen something look that good like it looked real but here's the thing we're in 2022 now all everything's been done exactly. to where it's like yes. you strip away the one special thing about avatar what is it now because the story is not that amazing it's well it, hopefully hopefully they focus more on story with this one because that's like the problem with the first one it feels like it doesn't have a unique story it's mm -hmm. just like wow look good cgi good visual <laughs> effects let's fucking go and that's yeah it. it's like the story is the most generic thing in the world i'm hoping mm -hmm. that they can make a difference with that with the second one and make the story actually be interesting we'll see i'll 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 definitely have to rewatch the first one because I have not seen the first from start to finish since probably theaters. So me too, I don't remember me too. anything. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. So, but, but even like having looked back on it and seen recaps of it and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, this is a generic story. Mm -hmm. The only thing it has is visuals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, about Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is basically the unofficial Avatar sequel, honestly. But pretty much like pretty yeah. much. But see, it's like very light spoilers. So like we can you get know, into it. We could get into yeah. it. We've, we've yeah. let's we'll start giving away some details about Black Panther now. So spoilers, spoilers for Black Panther Wakanda <laughs> Just so you can edit that. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, but I'm not gonna try and like ruin the movie or say like every little thing. But um, yeah. I thought one of the, my favorite part of the movie was probably just the whole sequence with um what's the girl's name with like the iron man type suit oh ironheart ironheart i thought that the whole sequence starting from in her like little hideaway warehouse thing and then leading into that action scene best part of the movie for me i thought that really? was fucking cool yeah i, I thought you that did? was really cool. really yeah i just i'm visually... surprised because that's actually like one of the lesser parts i think of oh i mean i i liked it i don't get me wrong i liked it but it's just mm. like it's one of the lesser parts that i think of that's all it's yeah that's weird because like every time i think of this movie now my mind goes to that sequence like everything leading from mm. the warehouse to the chase to ending up on the bridge and then their little fight there and then you know it ends I, that whole i just thought it looked really good i just thought like the the whole chase was cool like how they were in the car and then she was up there in the suit and i'm like yeah this is a cool action yeah, scene yeah. so um, what i did love and what i like actually because i saw it with my cousins because we see every marvel movie when it comes out 
we always <laughs> go together but like i i turned to my cousins like during that scene and i was like she's doing the exact same thing iron man did in the first movie oh, yeah, she's flying that... all the way up uh-huh. and then she's that fucking was... freezing and then going back down again and it's yeah. like this is the exact same thing i love yeah. that she's doing that I, that's so i cool. kind of liked that yeah it was a nice little callback to the, it was great to the iron yeah. man one so that was I got cl- so I really like did. giddy. I was I know, so I like, got like kind of nostalgic right there. I was like, damn, I remember watching that in theaters. Iron Man, Iron Heart, Tony Stark <laughs> would be proud. Oh, I know. We're it's sad. Side note, but like yeah, the MCU has never felt the same for me after Iron Man left. It just hasn't. I mean, I'm having to I need to move on, but it just At hasn't least we have no way home. I think that's like the best thing that's come since. It's definitely one of the best things, yeah. I but it's just sad like knowing like I'll never see Toby Spider-Man alongside Iron Man like Tony Stark, you know. It's like oh. fuck my and then my childhood like or my life would be complete if I saw those two together. I can't even imagine it, but honestly, yeah. four four like best castings in the MCU coming all together would be amazing because oh, it's like yeah. Toby Spider Man flying around with <laughs> fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, <laughs> and then Charlie Cox's Daredevil, and oh, then yeah. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, I knew oh Wolverine was coming, but I totally forgot about Daredevil. Man, he is great. If cast, that happened, yeah. I would fucking <laughs> come right on the spot. Holy shit, that is like that is perfect to me. That would be perfect. I mean, but no, I think the biggest, the biggest missed opportunity is I I would just love to see Hugh Jackman and Robert Downey Jr. Like their personalities coming together. I would, those are the two I would want to see most come together. Mm, That would be incredible. Um, Speaking of all these crossovers and shit, there really wasn't any in this movie. Like not any outside MCU characters like martin freeman baby <laughs> oh, oh my god oh that that reminds me yeah <laughs> that reminds me <laughs> his as much as i love seeing martin freeman for one thing it's weird seeing him do an american accent i'm like oh yeah he's american yeah, yeah. in this movie he pulls it off i guess but his scenes with julie louis dreyfus i i'm sure i'm butchering that name i forgot but those two like those two characters every scene with them felt so kind of out of place like you could probably cut those scenes and like the movie would be tighter and like the story would fully agree yeah like i feel like it was i don't know why they had to be in the movie because of obligation of continuing the mcu that's all it is that's actually the main problem i have with it is because i i really i like martin freeman and i want to see like julia louis dreyfus like setting up the thunderbolts and all that shit that's cool Mm -hmm. all of that shit totally fine with that but like this movie was not the place for it like Mm-mm. just because Martin Freeman was in the first Black Panther doesn't mean he should be in this one for literally yeah. like no reason. He's in there for no fucking reason. He doesn't exactly. do anything. I love Martin Freeman, but he shouldn't have been in this movie. But like this movie needs to be like a dedication more to Chadwick and a dedication yeah. to like continuing the Black Panther legacy. But that part distracted from it so much, and I was just like, what is th- what is mm-hmm. this doing for this movie? It's only setting up more shit. Yeah, exactly. I guess he did find shuri's bracelet or whatever at the crime scene but that's like all i remember him doing all he he did like you could have that scene (laughs) in there that's fine one scene with martin freeman that's it totally cool and this is a big actually a nitpick i have with 
a lot of stuff Marvel's probably done in the past, but like just because a character is introduced in a certain Marvel movie does not mean that that character only has to show like only should show up in that specific character's franchise because like Marvel is a big universe. Yeah, this character could yes, show yes, up yes, at yes. any other point. So like, why not have Mark Freeman show up in like I don't know the next Captain America movie or the next Avengers movie for whatever reason I don't know, but like he doesn't he's not like tied to Black Panther's character no. only. Like, He's not. I don't get it. Yeah. So it's just Ugh. weird. Like, it's just a contract thing. Like, you always signed on for two Black Panther movies, so we have to throw them in. I, get, I guess with Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like, she's been, like, she showed up in, like, Black Widow fucking, what else did she show up in after that? Cap- uh, she showed uh, up in Captain, Captain America Captain... Winter Soldier. Or no, not Winter Soldier, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. She, she showed up in those two and then Black Panther. And it's like, I get that she's, like, sort of a character that's meant to show up in random things or whatever, but this just was not the movie for her. Right. And, like, she is, her purpose is setting up the Thunderbolts, right? So, like, yeah. I just, But how's I that going to happen, by the way? Sorry, but, like, how's that going to happen uh-huh. with, like, isn't William Hurt, like, dead? Yeah, and by the way, did you see who they got to recast as him? Oh, they're recasting. Yeah, oh, yeah, you didn't see that they recast his character already, and it's a big actor, I can tell you right now. Uh, what? You're never going to guess. Yeah, he, Thunderbolt Ross was his character, and now they already, the MCU recasted him, and I was surprised at the choice, because I'm like, really? I thought he would never agree to do anything like this. No, this might blow your mind, but they got Harrison Ford to be Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, yeah, Harrison Ford. Harrison which is fucking a, Ford? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That's kind of hype, I guess. It is really hype, because like, I think he fits the character and like, even though it's weird having to recast because of somebody's passing, but like, yeah. I hate recasting, but I mean, he's, if he, if he was there from the start, I would have been totally fine with Harrison Ford, but now it's just like, it feels weird. But then again, Thunderbolt Rock, like his character, William Hurt's character, he was never like a, a popular face within the MCU. He just showed up every now and then little parts to where like, okay, I'm fine if you recast that. To like, be fair though, like I um I recently because I felt like bad for having not watched it or whatever, but I recently watched The Incredible Hulk for the first time. Oh yeah, I saw like, that. Like I mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it because I I didn't realize it was an MCU movie for a long time, and then I got told that it was, and then I was like, all right, I, I I'm finally gonna watch this fucking thing. William Hurt mm-hmm. is actually a big part of that. Oh yeah, like he's in it for oh, a long time, and he's like a, he's a big <laughs> character. So I mean, if you're looking at that. Yes, he is yeah, a big character. That's true. But I mean, a lot of people probably don't know about that movie. I I need to rewatch that because that's like the that's like the black sheep of the MCU. I always forget that it's even a part of it. It's actually really good. I liked it. Right, and like the fact that Robert Downey Jr. shows up at the end, like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. With William so, Hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to actually rewatch that because I have it rated pretty low, but I only saw it like once forever ago oh you'd probably like it on rewatch because it is like one of those just like mid-2000s movies where it's like (laughs) you know just crazy bombastic crazy shit like fucking explosions left and right people fucking flying everywhere it's like yeah this is awesome (laughs) like this is how super movies should be yeah that's what i need honestly that's the sad thing i'll probably look at that and be like damn that's better than half the stuff that's coming out of the mcu right now they're too afraid of violence they are and also, like, the Hulk was the Hulk back then, man. Like, mm. what's the Hulk? Like, I know that he's Professor Hulk now, so he's, like, kind of, like... He's pussy uh, asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was wanting to say that, but... <laughs> he is. Yeah. So, like... No, ever since... Here's when the Hulk stopped being the Hulk. It's after he got his ass kicked by Thanos at the, be- at the beginning of <laughs> Infinity War. 
that's when the Hulk stopped being the Hulk. Because, like, before that, he was fucking OP, man. Yeah, he was. I mean, in general, like, I, I sort of, like, w- when I see, like, the Hulk as the Hulk, I'm like, yeah, this is, like, an intimidating figure and like it's strong and big and crazy and shit like that's cool but like whenever i see the hulk as bruce banner i'm like mark ruffalo is such a pussy dude like he's (laughs) he's such like he just has that face for some reason where it's like this guy i could beat the fuck out of this guy and i'm not strong Mm -hmm. at all like like i look at edward norton though and i'm like i couldn't beat him up or anything but like I would I wouldn't I wouldn't stand a chance against Edward Norton, but I probably would stand a chance against Mark Ruffalo because he just mm-hmm. he just has that face about him where you look at him and you're like, Oh my god, this guy's like a little <laughs> bitch. And it's like, why is this guy playing the Hulk? Yeah. Edward Norton was well, that's, so good, I mean, honestly. That's, it makes sense though, because like Bruce Banner is like a really timid, like kind of like, you know, little weaker person and then his alter ego is the complete opposite. So like it makes sense, but I will always like my favorite Hulk will always be the Hulk from the first and second Avenger movies because like that's before they stuck Mark Ruffalo's face on him and made him look all weird. And then Professor Hulk is terrible. Yeah, I just don't like him. I just alongside She Hulk now, it's like what is this coming to? I mean, I'm gonna watch that show eventually, but oh my god, I'm not looking forward to it. That I honestly, that could be like a so bad it's good type show. Oh, maybe, but. Like the fact that they're sticking Daredevil in there as well, and he looks goofy as shit. Oh. I'm like, this is actually painful now. Like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> they, yeah, they're true. They're gonna butcher your boy. Tell you what though, I I have like six episodes left of What If, and then I gotta get mm. to Miss Marvel, and then She Hulk, and then I'm done with the MCU. I'm done. Oh wow! I finished You're Moon Knight recently. <laughs> Fucking slaps, dude. Moon Knight is great. <laughs> Moonlight is fucking great. I gotta get over that first few episode hump that I'm on. Like, I need to just get through that. I think you'd like yeah. episode four and five quite a lot. Episode so six, like, telling me. episode six does get into like you know, oh, big Marvel fight, crazy shit. But like, even then, I did like it quite a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, I need to watch What If, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Hawkeye, finish Moon Knight. It's it's unreal. Like, I have so much shit I need to watch for them. I tell you what, I've watched two episodes of What If. It's bad. Is it bad? It's is straight it bad, up though, or bad. Or is it just like, because eh. like I remember no, it's I did just watch straight the... up bad in my opinion. I mean, I I saw the first episode like when it first premiered, and then I stopped after that. I thought the first episode was totally fine. I just thought like, what's the point? You know, that, well, that's thing. that's the thing with all of it. It it feels like every episode <laughs> that you probably go to watch, it's like, what's the point? What's right. the fucking point? But the second episode had me going, what's the point? And also, this is terrible. Mm. (laughs) Like, this isn't, like, really a spoiler or anything. And even then, it's, like, a show called What If. It's, like, not something that's canon or anything, really. Mm. I mean, it's canon in other universes, but we're probably not going to see more of it. The second episode, like, the What If thing is literally just what if T'Challa was Star-Lord, right? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Like, it's, oh, I'm, I did see that one. I did watch that one. You did watch yeah. that one? Because Thanos is... Spoilers for what if. <laughs> what is Thanos? Yeah. Dude, I know, but I thought that oh. was kind of... It was so out of the blue. Like, it was, like, so unexpected for me that I actually kind of... I thought, like, oh, that's cool. Like, what if Thanos was good? Okay, no. I guess he's a part of the fucking... No. <laughs> I didn't like it at all, because it's just, like... The only explanation they give for it is just Thanos going up and saying, oh, all I needed was a good talking to. That's it. Oh, it's like, that wow, it? that's your reason oh, for not obliterating damn. half the fucking universe? <laughs> really? Okay. 
It's like, how am I meant to go along with this shit? It's terrible. That's true. I don't know. I give it a pass because, like, I just think it's cool. Like, just the endless possibilities of, like, because it's the whole, the reason it exists is to introduce multiverse stuff. Yeah, yeah, You know, so, like, I mean, it's cool to see, like, well, what if, like, anything could have happened in any of these universes. Like, there's so many infinite possibilities. I do, I do like seeing different possibilities, but when it's something that's that simple with the Thanos thing, it's like... (laughs) Why even add that in there? It's the stupidest shit. Give me something that's actually, like, substantial. Because, like, the thing with, like, the first episode was just, like, what if, you know, Peggy became Captain America? It's, like, that's, like, something that's actually a substantial, you know, scenario. Thanos joining the Guardians of the Galaxy for no fucking reason? It's, like, what? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's... I, I totally forgot about that, but that is pretty fucking goofy. I'd rather it be something that's a big deal, and I I like that I I did like the first first episode. I think it was good, not great, but good. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. I need to finish it eventually. I'll be an easy one to quit get through, but yeah, I want to see the Marvel Zombie episode. That's all I want to see because it's based off the comic, and like I I would really like to see that one. But what if is just feeling like a chore to me now? So that's gonna be all these other MCU shows for me. But I'm gonna have to do it. I mean, you'll enjoy Moon Knight. I think. I will. I think I will. Um, I like how this just delved off to a big MCU discussion, though, apart oh, from just Black Panther. I mean, it. it's always... That's the thing, though, about, like, a, a cinematic universe. Everything's tied together, so you're bound. we're bound to talk about all of it. I do want to talk about, like, things that I loved about Wakanda Forever, though. Yeah, we can get back to that. If you want to get into yours, then go right ahead. Well... I guess, yeah, just to sum up things I liked, I liked Ironheart, I liked some of the fight action sequences. I kind of wish they did Namor a bit better, but he was still a good villain. I kind of thought it was lame, just like their method of beating him. Like, oh, let's just turn the heat up. I mean, I I was like, really? It's that simple? Like, I also didn't know how to feel about the little wings on his feet were really Oh, they were terrible. (laughs) I didn't like that. They were weird (laughs) as fuck. They were bad. (laughs) Because, like, I don't know. I wasn't a big Namor fan in the comics, but I remember him being able to fly around, but not, he didn't have wings on his feet. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he did. So that was just weird. I don't know. It's just such a strange, like, place to put them. Like, I mean, it is. At least put them, like, I don't know, up a bit more, maybe. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's such a strange way to, like, fly. Yeah. But, um, you know, visually, the movie looks amazing. The characters are good uh it's more i could take it more seriously than the first movie Mm. and lastly like for me like the ending to where um the part that like was actually getting me emotional i didn't cry but inside i was like yeah i guess i could be crying right now uh is that (laughs) that's such a weird thing to say (laughs) (laughs) it is is. i guess i could be crying right now (laughs) (laughs) like it was because there's like stages to me crying to where like the first stage is me feel like kind of choking up or like you know my yeah, mouth yeah. like you know and so like it was when they were she was sitting on the beach shuri um she was sitting on the beach she was just kind of like thinking back to the past of like you know chadwick and oh, it was showing was all the scenes and it, yeah and it was showing like all the just like the memories i was that just seeing that like kind of hit me it was, was beautiful like, yeah i, I yeah. really loved that i really yeah. did love that it, it was sort of something that i expected to happen but even like just seeing it on the big screen with like no sound or whatever the marvel opening logo mm-hmm. with chadwick yeah. edited in there beautiful just beautiful that was like it was it, just it was like the best pure way silence it. and like i had a full theater 
No one said a fucking word. No one even moved. It was beautiful. I was like, oh, <laughs> That's man, good. This is hard hitting right now. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad that you didn't moment get Moment of silence like... for Chadwick. Oh, my God. Exactly. It's literally a moment of silence. Like, And that's how the movie starts. So, I mean, it sets the tone for, like, the whole movie. And apart from then you got Martin Freeman's goofy ass just popping. <laughs> kind of ruining the tone. <laughs> Thanks, Quid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, but apart from him, apart from that really heartfelt movie it was was well handled it was very well handled my only issues like i said come in with martin freeman and julie dreyfus they don't really need to be in the movie the length is a bit too long the cgi sure could have been better in some areas speaking which my last thing that i didn't like i did not like ironheart's new suit at the end did you remember her like final suit it looks so weird i honestly can't even remember honestly if you saw a picture you'd know it but like i'm actually gonna google it hang on i just like i really like the whole like i said in the first warehouse sequence that leads into that chase it was like a really like in the works type suit like i like tony's first suit and it was like almost a throwback to that first in the cave when they break in with the guns and then he like fights like it was like a little throwback to that i just thought the new suit looked way too clean it looked like a freaking anime i was like what is this like yeah um, that's actually i'm I'm actually gonna agree with you on that because i like every time i kept thinking it back to it it was like that suit and i thought that it was um like that was like the first one that she wore but it's not Mm. no that that one is is bad especially the shoulders yeah the shoulders and just like it looks too cartoonish way too cartoonish <laughs> yeah absolutely way so too cartoonish. it literally looks like an anime so overall though yeah it was a solid movie uh probably a bit better than the first oh sorry one more thing before you talk um mm-hmm. i guess it was kind of cool seeing killmonger again i was like what is this is this this a dream sequence or like a vision you know him like when he showed up i don't know it was that was fine i guess too i'm gonna say like straight up he's an overrated villain i think so too i really do yeah yeah but i mean seeing him again was like nice-ish i guess but i was actually really worried though because like when we went into that scene there was like an aura of tension in the theater like everyone was like what is this whole thing gonna be and i was so so fucking worried that they were gonna cgi chadwick <laughs> oh no i was i was yeah, like terrified i was like oh my god no way they're gonna do this and if they did i would have <laughs> like outright fucking booed the movie straight <laughs> up like i don't care how many people are in the theater that is like don't do that yeah that's just disrespectful yeah you can't do that oh i was so worried uh, so fucking worried i was actually i think i had that same thought honestly but like i mm. in my head i was like there's no way they would do it so i'm not gonna worry about it and then yeah i mean honestly if they did it we probably would have like heard about it like right after the movie dropped oh yeah i have to say um i i i did like it a bit more than you did like i said but mm-hmm. i mean that there is one scene that actually made me genuinely tear up and mm. it's not like anything that's like super emotional in terms of like stuff to do with Chadwick or like the ending or whatever, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was actually one sequence and music use that I was in awe of. Like I felt so overwhelmed and it was the first scene that Shuri goes down to the underwater world. Mm. There was this music use going on throughout that whole sequence. And it was like, I, I actually can't believe what I'm seeing and hearing right now. It was like the most beautiful song ever. I can't remember what the song is called, but it's on the soundtrack. And it's like, mm. it was fucking unreal. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking stunning. 
Like I, wow. I actually started tearing up, and I like th- there's nothing emotional going on in the scene. Nothing's going on that like should make me emotional. But like the music use, I was just like, holy shit, I'm crying right now. Like <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. I need to like oh, find yeah. that song and send it to you or something because it's yeah. like, oh man, you'll have to find it. Yeah, because I I'm sure I would recognize it. Um, yeah, I, man, everything I think about some of the black panther movies for some reason always comes back to the phantom menace because like i was thinking (laughs) i was thinking like like with the first movie the gungan battle at the end and then with uh this one worst part of the movie probably oh i don't like that sequence at all no me neither but it's a five star isn't it (laughs) oh we're talking about phantom menace yeah i'm talking about about phantom menace okay no i like it of course i like everything But just like, yeah, when she goes down to the underwater city, I'm like, huh, it's like they're going down to the, the Gungan city when uh, when Jar Jar leads Obi-Wan <laughs> and it, Qui-Gon. Oh, but that was, this was far more beautiful, though. No, it, it was. This was, I thought both were beautiful. Both the music and the visuals for both. There was like these like echoey, like female vocals going on, as well as like being underwater and like this beautiful mm. cinematography. And I was just like, I can't believe how beautiful this is right now, especially seeing it you on know, a huge like screen. We'll have to compare Phantom Menace and that scene no, together that, because I think this no, scene think is better. Both, it probably is, but I think that when Jar Jar is swimming with Qui Gon and Obi Wan and the music as well, because it's almost similar to descriptive there's no vocals in that up. one i, I could have swore there was like some ah, or something no but like this that. one was actual beautiful singing i was like oh, oh. wow <laughs> all right well fair enough unless but... we can get jar jar to sing us a song i don't know <laughs> i just want him to show up at this point in a black panther movie <laughs> some of that was so high pitched that it didn't come through the mic but some of it did it was weird true i guess we'll see in the episode probably just just the last thing i think the the main thing that i love the most about it though is the fact that it's like a it's it, it is more of a drama and it's more of like a self-discovery type episode i mean type movie not episode just self-discovery movie because like this it, it is mostly about like shuri's like disco- self like growth i guess during the whole movie like i mean at the start she loses you know chadwick and like that's a horrible horrible thing that she's going through but then like it's many years later but then during all of this she loses like the mother as well and it's like that's yeah. horrible too by the end of it she's just so like broken by everything and you can really really feel that like you just you follow her throughout this whole journey and it feels like a lot of it has a lot of impact so i, I really like that it like went into her character a lot more and especially i liked it more because of the fact that her character wasn't a part that i liked in the first black panther at all like i i really just didn't like her but in this one i like i fucking loved her and she mm-hmm. was great at acting all of it out too mm-hmm. i'm really glad that yeah. it turned my view on her around and i don't think that that i mean it's a horrible thing to say but like i don't think that that would have happened if chadwick was still alive mm-hmm. no i agree with that like it is obviously you know nobody is glad or that he like passed or like no absolutely you know it's not. a terrible terrible thing but like if anything i guess it's bad to say but if anything good did come out of it it's bringing the at least the characters and story together in a more emotional way and like flesh like giving them more yeah like depth you know even though it's really sad like and i have no doubt i have no doubt that it was a hard thing to film as well 
and oh, put yeah. together. Like her, her character, the mother, and Shuri, both of them are way more interesting in this movie than they were in the first movie. I didn't even care about... That's my issue with the first movie, too. I didn't think anybody was really that interesting at yeah. all. No. And so, like... Yeah, but in this but one, it, that did see, change. People seem to thirst over Killmonger as if he's extremely interesting, <sighs> and he's just not. Like, he's I don't really get that. Not. But yeah, everyone in Black in Wakanda Forever is, like, way more interesting and a way more fleshed really out are. character. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I actually think that justifies the length as well. It probably honestly. does. Like I said, the only things I could even think to cut out of the movie would be the scenes with Martin Freeman and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. The whole, like, that yeah. whole subplot, get it out of there. Save it for a different movie, whatever. Or freaking season two of Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I think yeah. that's happening. So, like, save it for that. It feels bad to say as well, because I really love Martin Freeman. <laughs> No, I, I, it's not that I, yeah, I, I totally, I actually like his character. I just don't think he fits in this movie. No, like, no, put him in a different project. Like, put him in the Thunderbolts movie or show or whatever that thing is going to be. I mean, the next one that's probably coming out is Quantumania, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I am so fucking excited. Gang, Whoa. baby! Gang! <laughs> See, oh, that just reminded me. I, yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch Loki. I'm going to have to rewatch Loki. Please do. I think you would like it more in a rewatch. Oh, no, man. I totally would. I would. It was just one of those. Honestly, I've, it, it's one of, it was one of those background shows I had on. And I was like, I really mm. should be paying more attention to this. So I, I will. And I'll probably enjoy his character and all that. So. Just sidetracking real quick. But like a lot of people hated the new poster for Ant-Man and the Lost <laughs> Quantumania. But I loved it. I is it the one it. where like Kang's hand is up? Yes, and it's yeah, so that's cool. Supposed to, that's, I like <laughs> it. Why does everyone hate it? I don't know. It's I don't know, but it's the poster we got for the theater. Oh, uh, Quantum Mania is gonna slap straight up. It's gonna fucking slap. It'll be I'm cool. so excited. Yeah, it'll be. I think it'll be like Avengers level type fucking oh man i hope so whatever i'm looking forward to that but uh we did get a lot of questions about uh the mcu and black panther as well so that would tie in pretty yeah we did or at least i did so if you want we can get into that do the thing all right (laughs) listener questions (laughs) yay my favorite part All right. And by the way, I mean, we are live on Instagram, so people throw down questions in there if you want to. We can answer live. Alexander just asked one. I'll, I'll, have you guys seen 1899 or Wednesday yet? So those are the two new Netflix series. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. I want to watch 1899 only because it's from the people who made Dark. And mm. um, right now I'm like probably episode six-ish in Dark. Like it is quickly becoming one of the best shows I've ever seen. Holy Seriously. crap! I'm looking. I'm looking forward to eventually watching 1899, but I'm like really slow with shows as it is. So I will probably like watch it in fucking two years from now or some shit. But <laughs> Dark is like every episode hurts to watch. Like it's just like Ooh. oh, it's Damn. so emotional. It's so complex. You if you ever go into Dark, bring a fucking notepad. Because there is just, like, so much that you have to keep track of. And it's like, what is going on? Oh, man. Yeah. It's so complex. But it's a it's an amazing show. So I'm looking forward to 1899. But Wednesday, I don't yeah. really give a shit. Yeah, I don't care at all about Wednesday either. I don't Jenny like Ortega. Jenna. Jenny Is it Jenny or Jenna? <laughs> it's Jenna. Still, is it? Okay. Yeah, I don't like Jenna Ortega. I'm going to call her Jenny just to confuse you. Well, like I said, she hasn't earned my respect yet to say her name right. If she... <laughs> If X was a better movie. Watch Wednesday, I guess. No, I'm sorry. I'm never gonna... I, I really don't care. If it was a movie, maybe. But I'm not gonna watch a show. 
I've never seen any Adams Family stuff anyway, so mm-hmm. so I yeah. probably wouldn't in general. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't think I've seen any. Uh, I do want to watch 1899. I really do. And I do want to watch Dark. I want to watch both because I've heard nothing but good things. So, But my list of shows to watch is just so long right now that I probably won't get to them for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just finished Atlanta, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. I finished Atlanta, which already took a lot out of me. I'm so sad about that ending. And that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. So, yeah. Um, yeah and i know I that keelan that. also yeah keelan also finished it i saw that and he oh did he? i think he loves it just like i do yeah i mean i, I every time di- every time i get on serialized i kind of see that he watched it so mm-hmm. so you should get on that the, un- the only things i'm watching actively right now are like mandalorian and fargo yeah we'll see i mean and dark but yeah it, it's hard to go back to dark sometimes but fargo season one slaps man Oh, man. I know, I heard it so good. Kath said, because right now, <laughs> Kath, right now me and Kath are watching through Better Call Saul, like, at the same time. Like Still? You know, we'll, like, still. Yeah, we're only on season two. It's going to oh take a while. God. So, <laughs> but, I mean, it's hard because our schedules are so different. Yeah. And so, like, but, I mean, then Kath, you, she just said that we should watch Dark after Better Call Saul. <laughs> oh, boy, <laughs> that will be an interesting one to, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Oh, I'd want to watch it with you guys. I want to hear you guys react <laughs> to shit. Oh, man. Yeah, true. Because, well, I mean, like, I'll I'm serious. It's you. becoming a, like, favorite show. It is... Wow. <laughs> I, Dark is crazy. I can't wait. That's how bad it is, though. Like, I, I still haven't even finished Ozark, uh, which is amazing. I haven't finished, like, Barry. I need to continue with Westworld. I haven't started House of the Dragon or Rings of Power. Like, it's <laughs> it's actually crazy, like, the amount of shit that I have to watch. Yeah. So I, I'm getting more in the show mood right now than the movie mood. So that's probably for the best. I'm the opposite right now for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I'll get into, let, we can blow through these Wakanda questions because we kind of already talked about them. Okay. First one's from Brian Love's film. It's not really a question, but he said, I cannot wait for the Thunderbolts after this movie. I mean, yeah, I can't wait for the Thunderbolts either because the team looks fucking crazy. <laughs> I think we already talked about that. I, I'm worried about like harrison ford taking over i guess for some reason but yeah it's just it 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 seems weird to like replace that character rather than just Mm -hmm. have another character step in and maybe just like turn things on its head and turn it differently you mean to recast like to have a new actor as the same no 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 i mean like if if you if you had like william hurt there and he was like gonna be thunderbolt ross or whatever or like uh red hulk right yeah yeah if you wanted to have that then that's fine. But like, say the actor dies and you just decide to put Red Hulk as like another character or something. Another character gets turned into Red Hulk instead of Thunderbolt Ross. Mm. Instead of instead of making Harrison Ford Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, I would rather not have a recasting, you know? Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, the MCU's only done like a few recastings, like War Machine and... Mark Ruffalo and Edward Norton. Oh yeah, Mark Ruffalo, Edward Norton, and then Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle. And I thought that Fuck both Terrence replacements Howard, were good. Yeah, I... Terrence I, Howard is a what... weird dude, by the way. <laughs> oh, that, he... That's for another episode. I'll get into that yeah. in another episode. But he's a weird dude. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure he is. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Thunderbolts. I, I can't wait, actually, because like, I like... It seems like a bunch of anti-heroes like, coming together. Not mm-hmm. even anti-heroes, but just kind of villains. It's like It looks like the Marvel Suicide Squad, honestly. like That's what the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. So if that's what it is, then I'm all for it. So I hope it's done well. Me too. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also just like going in with a level of concern. So 
we'll see yeah next one from movies that don't suck he said where would you rank wakanda of all mcu movies oh man that, oh this jesus is christ dude it's impossible <laughs> and then he said should they recast panther for the third film no there's no, no way they're doing that after this movie by the way like i think they kind of set that in stone with this movie how they're not yeah, gonna pretty much it. yeah so i mean they're not gonna do that uh where i would rank it i'm trying to think in my mind there's like what 30 freaking projects at this point it's in the middle it's lit- it's like smack dab in the middle if not lower middle like it's not the bottom it's the bottom is where i put like captain marvel black widow and like movies like that like captain Thor the marvel's not that bad Really? Why do why people hate was, that movie? I don't even hate it for the same reason that like the trolls on the internet hate it because of Brie Larson. I don't hate it because of her. I just hate it because it is so boring to me. It's it was just so boring. I honestly bland. wasn't bored during that movie. I enjoyed it. Like I thought it was. I don't know. I thought it was good, not great, but good. Yeah. To be fair, I really do need to rewatch it because yet another probably tired experience. I I, I was probably getting tired, but. <laughs> Like, I just remember not finding it that interesting. Black Widow, though, that one was such a disappointment, <laughs> and I wasn't tired for that. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's in the middle. It's three stars, you know? I think you said the same thing, movies that don't suck. You even said it was a mid-tier Marvel movie, and I agree. It's it's probably in the middle for me, or, like, maybe a little bit higher. I don't know. But I, I liked it, but I probably wouldn't put it, like, super high or anything as well. I mean, I'm, I'm too much of a Marvel fanboy. That's my problem. And I used to be, but not so much anymore. But... I think that like Marvel's highs are just so high that you can't top them now. You just can't top them. Oh, I mean, like, they're testing my loyalty lately. I'll admit that. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They That reminds me of like what I said about Eternals. Like that was mm. my little review for that. Like Marvel's testing my loyalty with shit like this. So like that Eternals is the bottom of the bottom for me. It is the very bottom. It's Is that <laughs> is that like your least favorite Marvel movie? At this point? It is until really? I rewatch it. Some yeah, it is. It's if I ever rewatch bad. it someday, I <laughs> thought it was pretty bad. But I mean, my least favorite is still Thor one. Fucking hate that movie. <sighs> For me, the nostalgia holds that movie up, and I like how simple it is. It's like a <sighs> nice little fish fish out of water comedy like drama with Thor in this little town. It's I, terrible. I think it's it's fucking terrible. It has, it has that followed by Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, true. Ant-Man and the Wasp is the most forgettable Marvel movie, honestly. No, I thought Thor 1, honestly, I was trying not to dwell on it too long, but like it has some (laughs) of the the funniest lines still out of the MCU for me. Like some of the, yeah, (laughs) it's got like when he walks into the pet shop and he's like, I need a horse. And they're like, we don't sell horses. He's like, we have dogs and cats. And he's like, give me one big enough to ride. (laughs) It's like, that's funny. That's funny. yeah sure <laughs> that's the, that means it's a great movie i guess well no i thought it was that was at least before marvel got like so lighthearted. i don't know like they kind of were, they played it straight they played it really serious but yeah chris hemsworth looks really bad in that movie they like bleached his eyebrows and shit and i'm like what is this uh two questions from film forager i was waiting for you to do like the a thing but i guess you don't oh, do it hey so <laughs> two questions from her one does angela bassett who's the mom in the movie of wakana forever have a chance to win some awards for her performance probably. if there was ever so if there was somebody to be nominated it'd probably be her yeah honestly oh i disagree i think it's shuri shuri's oh, like yeah. far better 
in my opinion. Yeah, she was she just had more to do in the movie than like the mom, you know. But the mom like gave a lot of, you know, gave a lot in her performance as well. So she's good, but she's a bit Oscar Beatty sometimes. Right, which is totally why I could see her getting the nominated. Yeah, that's for true. Yeah, awards, you know. So I mean, you know, if it feels Oscar Beatty, then it that's for a reason. So. She might at least get nominated, but it's just always weird seeing Marvel movies get nominated for, like, I think any movie should be able to get nominated, don't get me wrong, but, like, why some Marvel movies and not others? But I know that you could go on a, <laughs> I know you've got <laughs> thoughts on that. We don't need to go into a whole Oscars thing, but then her next question was, maybe this is too much, but what MCU movie has the best soundtrack? Off the top of my uh... head, like, in terms of soundtrack, I really do think that the first Black Panther movie has one of the best. I thought that was a great album. It is a good one, yeah. I, I never, ever go to Marvel for their music. Like, me I, I haven't... They've never wowed me with their music. Like, aside from that one song used in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Like, that was mm. amazing. And they have some good ones every now and then where it's like, yeah, this is good music used, but like... In terms of like a soundtrack or a score, I don't fucking know because they're yeah. all like pretty much the same thing. Well, that's the sad thing is that now they're becoming the same thing. But back in like the early like phase one, the two themes that stick out the most to me is like the main Avengers theme. I mean, that's just fucking incredible. Like, you know, the first Avengers theme. Well, not Cap's movie. I get the, them confused. The first Avengers movie, not the first Avenger. So... And then also the soundtrack in Iron Man 1 when Iron Man is when Tony's working in the cave on his suit is still one of the most epic fucking music ever. Like, yeah, that is it just is when he's like banging on the the suit with the hammer. And then like, it's just it gets me pumped up. It makes me like want to fucking go to the gym. The only one that sticks out of my head all the time is the one from like fucking Endgame where it's like, it's like, yeah, right. That's that's like, I mean, and that's practice the same avengers theme honestly that they use throughout all the yeah, movies. yeah but i mean it's, but no they're it's amazing it's an amazing like score i think endgame gives it more gravity because of like it the does. situation that it's in yeah overall i guess if i was to say like an overall soundtrack i still think the black panther album was good but not all of the movies have gotten an album so like yeah by like a bunch of different artists you know I mean, if I'm going into, like, Marvel in general, not just MCU, Spider-Man trilogy theme. Oh, of course. Oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> boy. Well, if technically, it's MCU now, so, yeah. Oh, man, it's the fucking <laughs> best score of all fucking time. Oh, my God. It really is. Ugh. It really is. And then, okay, the last question that I got was from the horror enthusiast. He said, do you think Coogler will return for the third film? I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. I mean, I think both of these movies were really well received, so I'm sure he'll come back. I, I think Marvel would want him to come back as well, so yeah. Yeah, and I would like that too, honestly. Like, even though the these two movies haven't blown me away, like, I like it when it's the same director, so it feels like one cohesive thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would so, feel weird if it had another director in the third one, because yeah. it wouldn't feel like much of a continuation, you know? You no. would definitely feel the difference, I think. For sure. Yeah. Kugler has done a good job, especially with this one, like, and having to direct so many people that are probably feeling really weird about it and all that. Like, he did mm -hmm. really well. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, okay, last MCU-related question, because this is getting into your questions now that you got. Do you have Marvel fatigue? Yes, I do. I, I've been diagnosed with Marvel fatigue for a while now. I have Marvel fatigue, yes, but, like, it's... <laughs> 
it's it's also just like i i wouldn't have marvel fatigue if they just slowed down if they slowed mm-hmm. down i wouldn't have it but i do yeah because they're going so <laughs> exactly. fast all the time i'm glad that like right now right at this point in time we're at a bit of a standstill they're not announcing any shows coming out soon. Yeah. The next thing is Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. I don't know what's coming out after that. Yeah, we're not getting like announcements for so many things at once right now. So I'm mm. glad. And I hope that this stays this way for a little bit, please. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's sad though how this feels like a little break even though we've gotten... And mm-hmm. I don't even know how many shows and movies this year, but like it just makes me miss right after Infinity War came out. The only thing, correct me if I'm wrong, the only thing we got for like a whole year was like one Spider-Man movie, like Far From Home in between Endgame and Infinity War. So it was like we got a big break to like just think about no, the no, end no, of no, Infinity no, no, no. War. Far From huh. Home came after Endgame. Did it? Oh, yeah, yeah it fucking did. Of course it did. The only yeah. thing that came between Infinity War and Endgame was Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, that's what I was. That's why it was yeah. forgettable. But yeah. so yeah, I mean, just like one little Marvel movie in there between Infinity War and Endgame, but that was a nice break, and it was yeah, like it made yeah. sense. Like, give us time after that fucking devastating ending. Give us time. Absolutely. And so I wish they would yeah. do that more. I think they're not going to do it more because they feel like the endings of these movies that they're bringing out now aren't as impactful as Infinity mm. War, and they really can't yeah. be. I just think a better, a good idea for them would at least be since they split everything into phases after each phase, then give us like a year off and then go into your next phase. Like stop mm-hmm. jumping right from phase two to three to four to five to whatever, you know, like because yeah. then a year off would give me time to catch up on all of the last phase. I mean, phase four <laughs> is like... pretty much ended now, like with the shows and I'm pretty sure Wakanda Forever was like the last thing in phase four, right? Mm. So I think now so. they're they're about to get into phase five. I don't know when Quantum Mania is coming out, but that's going to be the start of phase five. And it's like, mm. maybe we should wait a while until we bring out Quantum Mania, shouldn't we? Yeah. That would be nice, but they're never going to. They're just going to no. keep producing, producing shit. And then the last two questions I got, well, that you got, they were also from Film Forager, in which one of them was basically what we talked about earlier, describe each other's best qualities. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of already did that. So yeah, I repeat what I said. You're committed. You're a very committed person to your content. And you're a good co-host. You're a great editor, a great co-host, a great friend. There you go. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> you're a very kind person. You're a very, very Thank kind you. person. And you you do have dedication to your co- your content, even though you um find it hard to get motivated sometimes. Like, And mm-hmm. I totally understand that. But yeah, I mean, you do have a lot of passion for it. And it seems like you always want to be doing it. And that's something that I can admire a lot. And you are very thoughtful. So... I'm glad about that. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> Keep doing what you do, too. There you go. All right. So the last uh, question, uh, this is for you because I have no freaking, I haven't listened to any of their stuff yet fully, but rank the metric albums. Yes. Broski, she said. I'm going to go from bottom to top. I pulled up the Wikipedia because I remembered this question. From bottom to top, I'm going to say Pagans in Vegas Old World Underground, Where Are You Now? Art of Doubt, Grow Up and Blow Away. Fantasies, Formentera, Live It Out, and Synthetica. So there you go. Well, I will uh, definitely... They are on my list of... I've been listening to a lot of music lately, so I Mm. will get to them for sure. They have eight albums, and they're they're very, very good. I love Metric. 
We'll definitely have to check them out. There's so many, so many like bands I haven't even like checked out at all yet. So, um, like freaking Radiohead. Like I still have to do that. <laughs> I guess still one day. Have to do that. <laughs> I mean, that's like a emotional journey. So I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I can't rush that. I guess yeah. Can't. No, don't rush it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not. That was the last of the questions. It is the end of the episode, so we have to shout out our lovely patrons, who two of which are in this live stream right now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Where is Cam? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's in here. I know she's in here. She's just no Cam. I said too. Cam. Where is Cam? Wasn't he oh, supposed Cam. to like join us? <laughs> Poor Cam. He's probably having Thanksgiving with his family. I mean, it is Thanksgiving Day, so yeah. Thank you to. I see you guys in the chat right now means the world like for real you have no idea you gotta say their names it's an audio podcast. oh well a cath oh yeah cath reviews cath dot reviews check out her instagram page beautiful yeah. looking posts she's the s sweetest loveliest person ever <laughs> <laughs> that's I, my mind just like i guess stopped after that and and julia move it you can shout julia out if you want yeah Julia, moving <laughs> underscore underscore pictures. Thanks for donating, uh, That's person it. that I don't even know. <laughs> no, set the record straight, Julia. Is it two or three underscores in your name? It's I two. Need to know. It's two. I think it's. I swear, I thought it was three. Nah, you're just wrong. It's it's two. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, shout out to Cam at Cam Adak, who's not here with us right now. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Maybe maybe, maybe like oh, the whole going Julia live. Julia said it's three. Julia said it's three. No, no, it's not. <laughs> she's bullshitting. She's fucking with you. <laughs> no, she's... Dude, it looks look, like three. Look right after this. I guarantee you it's two. I'm not kidding. She wouldn't lie. I don't think she's she lying. Lie. She's fucking with oh you. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's becoming a memer just because I've rickrolled the fuck out of her all the time. Like, now <laughs> she's just like, I'm gonna fuck with everyone. Ever since you showed her Shrek Retold, then she just... <laughs> I wish I had watched Shrek Retold with you at some point. Oh my god. Uh, you would No, look it. at... In, in the chat, she said it's three fucking underscores. It's not. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, well, I'm leaving this between you guys. I, it always looked like three to me. But anyway. Okay, well, let's wrap this bitch up. So... Uh, you can find me at Views by Quinn on every social media except Twitter and Facebook and all that <laughs> shit. Because fuck those. He's but, on Twitter, you know, guys. Go to Twitter. I actually am on Twitter, but I never use it. So Twitter for life. Yeah, but Instagram, Letterbox, Music Board, Goodreads, Serialized, all of it. You know, just like follow me and I'll follow you back. Thank you for listening. Yeah. 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 You can find me at Movies Music Me on uh, many things. Go to the link tree in the description and you will find them. Yeah, go to the link tree. <laughs> yeah. I'm on YouTube mostly, Instagram, Letterboxd, Music Board, all that shit. So yeah, mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. Check out the podcast page too. And thank you so much for 20 episodes of support. We I know, it. right? Oh my God. One year, 20 episodes. I mean, I'm not sure one we'll year do more yet. episodes. Not one year yet. But I mean, at least it's a good indicator. Like, in one year, we can get at least 20 episodes done. Yeah. But probably more, I mean, because I don't know. Oh, we could have gotten more, but there's so many different things with life that went on. So, yeah. yeah. But I don't feel any pressure to, like, get a bunch out or anything like that. No. But lately, I'm glad that we're sticking on a consistent, like, schedule of uploading. <laughs> That's good. 
Yeah, I, it's true. And every episode um, feels like it's enjoyable as well. Yeah, it has been lately for sure. Since this is a Marvel-themed episode, I'll do it in the score of the Avengers. Oh God. <laughs> peace, peace out, bitches. Peace, peace <laughs> out, bitches. Oh peace out, bitches. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. Goodbye. What, what are those? those? I oh, fucking you hate did, it. Yeah, we did it at the yeah. same time. <laughs>